You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to The Express. It's Bilal Vakani joined with Daniel Shahori, who you know from the Second City, and I am the host of the Bilal Vakani Hour, so I can plug my own show finally. Um, but it, more importantly, Dan, AW Double or Nothing is right around the corner, and I think it could be a bust. So what are your initial thoughts on this pay-per-view? Oh, I want to hear why you think it's going to be a bust. I mean, I'm, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be too long. Yeah. When when they ran through it, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is this is going to be a long one." Like, I, I don't expect it to be done by, I'm going to say eleven, eleven thirty. Yeah. No, oh, no. I think we're looking at midnight. And I guess Dan, just to get right into it, my so here's the thing: there are two matches. Honestly, there's probably one, maybe two matches I care about: Stadium Stampede. But we'll mm-hmm. get into. There's a big problem with that because either way you slice it you're sort of killing a rivalry that has a lot of, you know, legs in it. And the other one is the tag team title match looks pretty good, but mm-hmm. something happened, you know, we're taping this on Saturday. Something happened last night on dynamite, which doesn't in- encourage me that there'll be a lot of, you know, great execution. And then with almost every other match, I've got serious problems, but let's start with the main event because I think this will encapsulate the problem when you're sitting there at 1130 and you've got the AW champion, Kenny Omega defending against pack, and Orange Cassidy in this three-way, I don't want to say triple threat because it's not WWE, match. I love Kenny. I think he's in the middle of the belt collector thing. And it's weird to me that he hasn't flaunted the belts more. I think that's where he needs to go. And and yet, you know, Cassidy's a guy who I love. I I think even somebody last night who was expecting basketball and said, you know what, I'm just going to try wrestling. I think one of the two highlights was Cassidy and the other one was the stadium stampede package. I think those are the two things they could walk away from and say, that's really cool. I want to see what happens, but I feel like they're wasting, wasting Cassidy. I don't even know if packs a face or a heel anymore. I have no clue. And I just feel like this should have been a spot where Kenny just, just should have been ripping through someone. And I just, I can't see him losing the title, Dan. I don't see him losing the title. I also don't necessarily, this is semantics, but I, mm. I don't think this match is going on last. Okay, interesting. The stadium stampede match is probably going to go on last because yeah, how would you follow sense. the stadium stampede? Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to wasting Cassidy, I mean, I don't know, like, what do you want? What do you, ultimately, what, what do you want from this character? Uh, Should uh, he be champion? Here's what I would say. They haven't given the best friends a title run, Correct. Correct. They haven't given him a TNT run, correct? Correct. They haven't given Statlander uh, a women's title run or even an NWA title run, correct? And that won't be for a while, but yes. Well, okay. And honestly, the NWA title is so down the radar. I legitimately think they forgot to put it on the AEW website. And I'm just remembering now it's a thing on this card. So that's sort of my point. It's you you need to give this character something. He just can't always be a loser. Like, and I think that's like, and I love Orange Cassidy and I know he's very nonchalant, but I, at a certain point I can't invest if this guy never wins anything. Well, I also see him, like I'm surprised that he's even here. Like, cause mm-hmm. I always thought he should have been a special attraction, yeah. but he's a main character. Uh, so what, so what are you going to, I don't know if they're ever going to put the main belt on him. Maybe the TNT title. Yeah, I think I that's know. the way to go. I think that's the way but to I go. Mean, and I, he should have been, he should have been like, it's a weird comparison to make, but he's, he's kind of like an undertaker character. He should mm-hmm. show up every now and then for matches every now and then they have it special. All right. 
Yeah, it, it's the classic Poochie analogy. When Orange Cassidy's not on screen, everybody else should be saying, where is Orange Cassidy? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It shouldn't be that ridiculous. <laughs> but like, that's yeah. kind of what you want to create. And for him to be, you know, even last night, uh, he was there. He had the envelope offer to basically defer the title match. So Kenny doesn't have to do a triple threat. And he did the thing where he gave him the envelope and Kenny very slowly opened. And I thought this was kind of cute. Open it up and it's all shredded up. But I, I just, you know... The fact that Pac came out there and did this promo and, you know, with Pac, he's part of the death triangle. And depending on which way you turn the triangle, is it a face triangle or a heel triangle? It really depends on which side of it. you're. And with Pac, I feel like he's right down the middle. Like he is in a, and it's not in a good way. You know what I mean? Like Edge at WrestleMania was a good tweener. With Pac, I just don't care. And that's a problem. Now you you watched Dynamite last night? Yeah. Yeah. So he essentially did a heel promo. Yeah. Right. Uh, against the, you know, top heel. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel pack is a little bit lost in this particular feud. Yeah. It, it almost feels like the Anthony, a go-go stuff has made him a heel by default, which is a, a very simplistic <laughs> yeah, basic okay. reaction, but, yeah. but I sort of get it, but maybe that would have made the nuances of this character. Like if he was saying, you know, something about the prestige of the belt, about, you know, being willing to go all out, but also screw you Yanks. I think if he had put those two things together, I think there's a very nuanced, interesting character. And there's like, nah, he's just a heel now. I guess he is. Uh, I, and to cap it off, I mean, I, I don't believe they're going to take the belt off of Kenny. No, I, I can't see it. Um, yeah. Speaking of sort of the results and, and trying to figure them out, and this one's a little more down the middle. So the stadium stampede, and I, I actually will give them credit, the video package they did last night was spectacular. It shocks me. They didn't do more video packages. Like it really shocks me that they didn't do more in the lead up to a pay-per-view. Like it literally felt like Dan, they didn't have them done. It really felt like they were like, you know, if we had these video packages ready for Sunday, maybe we should play some of them on Friday. What they're not done. Okay. How many, we we have one, maybe two to get Jake, the snake to talk twice. Okay. Um, So that was pretty embarrassing. They're too busy making funny videos with Tony Khan. I guess. Um, so anyways, but so here's my problem. It's it set up great. I, the spot at the end of Dynamite with the holding pile drivers uh, over the tables, I thought that was too slow. It was a good idea, but it was too slow. And it almost felt like, uh, you know, the revival or whatever the hell they're called now or the revolt, they were waiting for the cameras to catch up to their spot, which was really cheesy, but it was a good spot. But anyways, the, the, the bigger problem here is if the inner circle loses, they're done. And then this rivalry where we haven't seen all the permutations is done. But if the pinnacle loses, well, then they look like a bunch of chumps because they couldn't beat the inner circle. And then the, the promo, the inner circle cut last night was just like, well, if we break, no, 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 no. Don't just tell me again and again, you're going to break up. It should be like, we're going to kick these guys butts and there's no way they're going to destroy this group because we're the greatest group in wrestling. And it was so miscast. Sammy said that, that was it. Yeah. And I just, and the, you know, the funny thing about it, Dan, is you know who sounded the best last night? Swagger. He was the best spoken guy. And I was just like, wow, you decided to socialize the promos. And it Maybe the best God. he's ever done. Yeah, I, like, I actually was like, yeah. oh, I actually relate to him. I don't really yeah. care about what anybody else said. It was just yeah. a waste of time and shouldn't have been the main event. I don't know why Eric Bischoff was even there. He's like, hey, I'm Eric Bischoff. and I, I don't know why he was there offer. either. That's that was pointless. Bizarre. So I guess, Dan, uh, who wins? Because I, I, I'll give him credit. I don't know. But I sort of think they're both bad options. 
I agree. They're both bad options. They didn't need to do this at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And look, let, let's we glossed over the pile drivers at the end of the show. Yeah. What an unnecessary risk to do this. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think they had the weird angle to make it look more devastated. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they yeah. gimmicked. No, no, that makes underneath sense. the table, but. Um, what an unnecessary risk. I couldn't yeah. believe they did that. And why, and so what are they, so it's either, cause this is a very, this is to me a very important point. What mm-hmm. happened is cause, so are you trying to, cause this is, this is a, an injury angle. Like they shouldn't be back for weeks, but they're going to come yeah. back on Sunday or, mm-hmm. or did they do that be, to have them, you know, uh, uh, completely have like two men down. So they, they're going to mm-hmm. lose and that's why. So if that's the reason why they did that, okay. But again, what a crazy risk to do, to to do right before this match. Unless Dan, they have Mike Tyson and Cobb on standby to jump in for them. No, it's obviously not going to happen. <laughs> oh, because Cobb, right? Because he, they hired him once. Is yeah. he in Japan though? I have no clue. I'm just being yeah, a goof. I think he's in Japan, but yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. They would have announced it though, because TNT doesn't like them announcing, uh, not announcing (laughs) surprises anymore. They would have announced Tyson. Look, this is so simple, right? Don't do the step, don't do the pile driver spot, because that—that's not what. Like, you go back to the Sammy Matt Hardy thing. This is not what people want. Like, I don't understand why they still think like, okay, you get a little carried away with the blood. I still think that's gross, but I, I would admit a lot of people fetishized blood or whatever it is people are into the blood so fine do blood i think it's really stupid uh especially if you're blading it's really really stupid and really dangerous like just watch dark side of the ring as you've recommended to me like it, there's terror like i know it's safer now but it's dumb um but if this was just stadium stampede and the idea was after this you're not going to see the inner circle for a while because jericho is literally on his last arm they're going to do some stuff to Santana and Ortiz. Swagger's going to get crushed. And maybe Sammy's the only one left. And then in many, many months, you could rebuild the inner circle, um, you know, and then they could come back and have their revenge or try to. But yeah, really? do it the way they have. Wow. They've written themselves into a corner, right? Yeah, this they certainly have. So, so and then like to your other point, mm-hmm. uh, I know there's a lot more to get through here, but I mean, mm-hmm. if pinnacle wins or excuse me if uh, inner circle wins then what what happens to the pinnacle yeah pinnacle sucks <laughs> like i don't know how else to put like jericho's on one arm yeah. and the way they did the promo it's like well we're sort of at the end of our journey anyways it's been a lot of fun but like i'm not it's not exactly what they said but it was the vibe the vibe was like we're on our last legs you you know this might be it so like the pit like I don't, i'm starting to think now the pinnacle kind of has to win but right. it would make more sense for because who is the pinnacle going to take on next? The Dark Order? Like, I don't even know. Maybe. So that was exactly. So yeah. the other major faction is another heel faction, the Elite. So are they going to go out of the Elite? Nope. No. No. So what's what, exactly? What are like they going to do? Oh, yeah. maybe. Maybe the American. Are they going to go? But, well, honestly, though, and we'll, we'll get to it a little later, but judging by... Um, all the people I've never seen before in Cody's corner. I don't think Cody's he really has the, the man. And uncles and, yeah. yeah. He doesn't have the man, like unless Arn's going to suit up. And even then he doesn't really have the manpower and they would just put Tully in there. So it's not going to work. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I actually think the match itself will be good. 
man, I just wish there wasn't the step, Dan, because then I could just enjoy this without having to think. I could just be like, here are two great groups that are always going to be great and that I can enjoy. And there's probably going to be more after this. Like, I, like, cause there's so many permutations. They haven't even done a singles matches. And, and if you I were going to go to this point, why didn't you do those matches? Like I get I that Jericho's hurt, but it's, it's I don't like, know. we haven't seen a uh, revival against proud and powerful. Nope. That was an obvious one, right? Yep. Or the sex gods versus them. Like there's, sure, there's any combination. Like, you know, yeah. Or swagger and Jericho. Like just, that's just one combination MPF of the pinnacle Warlow against Sammy Hagar. Yeah, no, exactly. So anyways, yeah. it's, it's, it's a shame, but uh, what's not a shame except for in one way is the AW tag team champions, the young bucks, Going mm-hmm. against Moxley, and I, as anyone who watches the Balavacani Hour will know that I interviewed Renee Paquette, and we talked about John Moxley, so I'm a little biased here. And Eddie Kingston, who's the best um, yep. in terms of promos right now, uh, just he's in his own lane. So of course I have to bring this up, Dan. The the promo that um, someone cut to commercial to basically last night, crazy, which that is mistake. one of the best things. Like maybe this is why they don't do video packages because they don't yeah. trust their director to not get fall yeah. asleep at the wheel and cut. To commercial 10 seconds in um but once I'm they, glad find they ran them, it back obviously yeah. But yeah. i'm glad they came back because like, whatever who cares like it was I could, great it was great it was fantastic i was a little worried moxley was gonna smash heady with the shuffle at the end just yeah. to show how crazy they were but i love these two guys the sneaker thing um and, and i think this will be fantastic but i do think dan ultimately as much as this could go either way i, I do think john moxley is going to you know step away because when i talked to renee a little while ago she was days away from having the child so i'm pretty sure she's had the kid by now so this probably should no, be moxley's heard that okay i'm not you know by the time people yeah. watch this it may have happened um mm-hmm. but at, in, in any way uh moxley probably this should be his last match for a bit i think the guy deserves a break and you know i think the young bucks are doing good as heel champions and i find them interesting if i if it wasn't for the fact that we know that renee's about to have a baby mm-hmm. If that wasn't a thing, I would have been mostly convinced that Moxley and Eddie were going to win this. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and they still might because mm-hmm. they haven't given, given Kingston a belt. I think they want to reward him with a belt. Mm-hmm. And then it also goes back to the previous match. Like, who does the pinnacle go after next? They mm-hmm. can go after Kingston and Moxley, yeah. uh, especially if they want – if. Uh, the revival wants those belts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're not going to they're not going to feud with the Bucks again. The revival, mm-hmm. and again, I know I forget what they're called. Now, the feud nah, the, who cares? The revolt, the, the revival, the FTW. Like two people from the Pinnacle are going to yes, go that's after. That's put it. Makes sense to go after uh, Moxie and Kingston. So that's mm-hmm. another reason why that's something, right? Yeah, no, they deserve a lot of credit, Dan, because it would have been very easy to just be like, ah, whatever. You know, it's two good teams. Who cares? But you're right. They deserve a lot of credit. And I think it'll be a great, great match. All right. I'm really about to crush AEW here. And then the rest of this card disappoints me anyways. Last night, we had the AEW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida, Uh celebrating a year, a year as champion. And what did they do? They gave her about a minute or two where all she really did was talk about fans being in the stands. And I get it that they're at whatever full capacity or most capacity. And before they were at 20 or 15 or whatever, but those are just numbers. And also I didn't like that the, in their last potential promo ever, the inner circle wasted times to suck up to the fans who were like, it was just throughout the show. It was very annoying, but after a year, she basically had nothing to say. Like, and with all due respect, I think Sheeta, 
I truly feel for her. I truly think she's a great wrestler, but whether it's, and it's a combination of an inability of them to write her good material. She obviously doesn't want to like expand the material. She obviously doesn't care to be honest with you, Dan, because like you can't sit there as a year as champion and not make a better effort. So I'm, I'm now blaming Sheeta as well, because until now I was blaming AEW, but I'm sorry. Like we have seen other Japanese wrestlers convey themselves beyond this. So it does not have to be language. Language is not the barrier. Look at Asuka, look at Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, it's no excuse to be completely honest with you. And even Baker's promo, I thought was superfluous. She is a great talker. And I think they were so afraid of letting Sheeta talk that they kept Baker at the same time limit, maybe a little bit more. And it was such a disservice to these two wrestlers. But at the end of the day, they desperately need to put this title on Baker. They can't even give Sheeta a rematch, Dan. They can't even do that. They have to give it to Baker swiftly. This can be a good match. And I don't know what they do with Sheeta. She might drop right off the card, and that's going to be it. I, 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 I have no hope for her, unfortunately. Now, are we going to talk about what happened with the Spanish announced team? Uh, I don't even remember, so go ahead. Uh, there's a big, big story that's happening right now that might affect certain things. I don't know if you've heard this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during that, they went to commercial, and then they didn't turn the microphones off the Spanish announced team. Oh, no. Then one of the... Uh, there was the, the team consisted of Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, they had what's his name? Uh, the gentleman that always forget his name that manages Penta. Yeah, Al- Alejandro. Oh, Pel- yeah, Alex Alejandres, something like that. Right. Another guy I never heard of, and then mm-hmm. Dasha. So, anyways, the other guy started to mock her accent, and this oh, was no. caught. And this is a big thing. Uh, this person is probably going to be fired. Yeah, the right whole point so. of this, Thunder Rosa is probably going to get in trouble too. Cause she's, she was laughing at this. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I think there's uh, the Spanish announce team inadvertently has going to breathe new life into Sheeta. Cause th- there's going to be, a, there's a lot of swell and support around her right now mm-hmm. because this was an awful, <laughs> an awful thing yeah. that this guy did. And uh, anyway, so, so I had, I wasn't sure if you'd heard that. No, that's I hadn't. A big, so yeah, so no, that's this is going to play into something. I don't know yeah. what. No, no, maybe you're uh, right. Maybe, maybe Sheeta gets a second life. Um, and, and maybe she, the NWA belts. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think but that's Baker right. is, let's cut ahead there, but Baker mm-hmm. is going to win tomorrow. She should win. Yeah. This is the time and she's going to get a huge baby face reaction when she wins. Yeah, and, you know, this is interesting because, you know, Jade Cargill was on this show too. And... Mm-hmm she is just racking up wins and this ranking system is about to bite them in the butt because they cannot do Cargill versus Baker. Not they yet. just can't like, unless they, they like, I don't, and Dan, who would be the next female face who they could wedge in there in a triple threat? Who else is racking up wins? Like, would it be Statlander? I'm trying to think yeah, who else. Eventually yeah. you can rehab uh, Ty Conti. And but I think they've done um, that too much to be honest. Yeah. Um, Nyla's not really a face though with Vicky Guerrero and like that's the problem. Yeah, D- yeah. If you take the title off Deeb, I think they are going to take that off, and I think that's something for like a a Jade Cargill can have that title potentially. I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, what? Why is uh, I, I'm expecting, hoping maybe Tony Khan will just buy the NWA and then be done with this. I don't know why. Well, or Thunder Rose is not even under contract. As far as I know, still. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And, and at what point she do might you? Might not be after last night. 
at what point do you knock on the impact doors and start letting some of their women in here? Because I think, I think you do have a problem. Buy that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, th- I think you need, you need some faces and to be honest, I think you need Baker to probably just like one and done a lot of faces to really put her over as this. Like we are, I think you and I already know the star she is, but for a more casual fan who maybe just watches dynamite and nothing else to see Baker knock out face after face, after face, after face. Um, I think that would be a big, big thing they could do. Um, okay. I think she might even turn though. Like within, within a month or two after winning this title, she might uh, turn. Not again. I don't, I think she would lose. Like, I know she would do a great job at it, but I think she would ultimately lose credibility. Um, but it might, it, it might not even they might not have a choice. choice. Yeah. It, it'll you be can't... like the awesome thing. Like, yeah. like how she even alluded to that. Like mm-hmm. it's going, like the fans are going to turn her. Yeah. And, and you're right. Having more fans in the arena does change the dynamics a lot. Um, and, and you do, totally. you know, Cargill is there, you know, and look, I, I think you compare Cargill to like red velvet. Like, I think we know who the star is. Like it's Cargill. It's not red velvet. Yeah. Red velvet is very good. She's probably got a couple title shots in her, but I don't think she's ever going to be the star that Car- like the fact that it'll be at least a year before. Yeah. And, and to that point, I, I really don't think Cargill needs a manager. I think that whole storyline has been a mess. Like, I think the whole point should have been people trying to manage her and her just turning everybody away. That should have been the storyline because she's a completely competent talker. And just because she's muscular, she needs a manager, but she doesn't need one. Like, it's just so backwards. Like, you know, if you take Johnny Law, whoever the name of the guy who's apparently managing Cargill, and if he managed Sheeta and turned her heel... That would be brilliant. That would be you hire this slick guy and he starts using the role of an interpreter to turn her into a heel. And then she starts to get the success of it. And she says, screw what I was doing. This guy's making me a star. I'm going to manipulate and sue and fake lawsuit my way to the top. And like that. And she's got the kendo stick already, which is a natural heel gimmick. Like, you know, Man, I yeah, that's such a missed opportunity. Okay, Dan, you brought up the NWA women's title. Um, I have total like the match is not on the AEW website. On the buy-in. I, it's I, the buy-in. I guess it's not on it the is. like. Yeah. Listen, if, if you let me free tip for AW, AEW, I'm gonna click on Revolution or whatever, do double or nothing. There's only four. I should really be able to tell them apart. In fairness to me, um, and if I look at the card and if something is on the buy-in. It should be on the same web page and it could clearly say, Hey, this shows at seven 30, but man, you got to tune in at seven for the buy-in. Cause I am too lazy to go through your entire website to find a different match that exists there. Um, but on Dan, YouTube. yeah, uh, I'm lazy. Um, so, so uh, I don't even remember the NWA women's title is being Deep defended. And who is it? Deep and Riho. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Another Japanese wrestler. They've spent uh, yeah. no time developing as a character <sighs> who's even more likable and was their initial champion. It's almost like they have a pattern with struggling to book non-English speakers and they have a <sighs> surplus of managers who they oddly yeah. assign to people who don't need them. And like, honestly, Dan, it, it's starting to bother me a lot because it's starting to strike me as like, well, it's like almost white privilege if you get a manager at this point. And it's like, that's not a good use of these managers. Like they are mouthpieces. Give them to people who need mouthpieces, not Jay Cargill, who's a great talker, which, okay, fair enough. Not white privilege. Um, or Lance Archer, who doesn't need a talk. Like he doesn't need Jake the snake. Like, and we'll get to he that doesn't. later. Like there's yeah. no, like, I don't even understand why that's still happening. But anyways, uh, 
I, I, I don't know, Dan, I would assume they're not going to give the title to Riho unless NWA has some deal to bring her in and, and AW's thrown their hands up and like, yeah, we don't know what to do with her, which could be the case. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't change that title on a buy-in. Mm-hmm. I would have, it at the very least, have changed on a dynamite. Yeah. Uh, Riho was unfortunately a casualty of the pandemic because she was off TV for like yeah. eleven months. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so the, it, like, and, and I, I always thought that was an odd choice for her being the first champion. Um, yeah, I, I would agree Nyla, with you. Nyla Rose should have been the first champion, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But uh, we're never. Uh, but uh, no, I don't believe. Uh, Serena, I believe, is going to go over. And, and I will make the point. Pack was also affected by this lockdown Absolutely. and he's in the main event, were. you know? So yeah. I, I don't even think, um, Pac I don't even think English. Well, yeah, but his buddy Penta can't, and they took care of that really <laughs> easily. And, you know, you mentioned Dasha, why can't Dasha manage someone? Like, I don't think, well, you know, there are, we'll see what, again, yeah. look into what happened last night. I think a lot of them are in trouble. Yeah, I would say so. Um, uh, anyways, um, Attempting to move on, TNT champion Miro will take on Lance Archer, who we did just yes. talk about, with Jake Roberts. Uh, a bunch of big boys slapping meat, mm-hmm. as they like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've been very critical of this Miro thing because it, it didn't start well. Um, it's like the classic it's, meme. Turn it around. Here's how it started, and here's how it's going. And it starts with him getting caked, which was like a flashback to Lana. And mm-hmm. now he's got the TNT title. Looks like a monster. I'll admit, Dan, I'm not like... This isn't like what I dreamed of all those years. I wanted Rusev to get a push. It kind of just feels like his U.S. title reign without Lana. It doesn't really feel much different to that. Like I get that he's a slightly different character and he's evolved and grown and the product's in a better place overall, blah, blah, blah. But fine, this is sort of working. Keep doing this. Archer's like Teflon. You can jump him in and out of anything. So it's kind of a win-win. I agree. I think uh, Miro's retaining 100%. Yeah. And I think he's another one like Britt Baker that the crowd is going to turn him face very mm. soon. They, they, the last night they loved him. Interesting. I see. I um, didn't pick up on that. So that's really, but I, I agree. It makes perfect sense. They loved him. And look, we haven't said, we haven't even mentioned this because we're, we're supposed to be talking about double or nothing, but last mm. night, uh, and then keep in mind, I was watching SmackDown before and I was flipping back and forth between dark side of the ring and SmackDown. And cause you know, it's, it's it was in the in in the the Thunderdome, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that what I was what I was in for for Dynamite when that when that full crowd was back and that woke I almost had tears in my eyes like the crowd having the crowd back on an AEW show I know we had it for WrestleMania but having mm-hmm. it back for a Dynamite it, like it just woke me up and I was yeah like, oh. and I was so I was so happy to see this crowd reacting to these people and again and so. So, and it might happen because these crowds are going to be fresh for the next few months. And again, mm. they're going to, everyone's going to be over to a point, but I mean, they're going to turn Miro and they're going to turn Baker yeah. because the crowds are going to be so behind them. Look, and I, I think it would go without saying that WWE is going to one up them and have John Cena show up on the July yep. 16th SmackDown. I and, so. and look, I, I don't really give them any credit for that. That's just money and history. So it's not really anything too special. But who knows? We might see Brock. We might see Becky. So it might be good times oh, yeah. all around. And and I think in fairness, you know, could quickly touch that Friday show was at a crappy time slot. So mm-hmm. I sort of understand why it. You know, you could go into this pay per view 
and have not even watched the Friday show and you probably would have missed next to nothing. Um, so I somewhat understand that, right? I, it's hard to criticize them for playing it conservatively at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday when people have already watched SmackDown, like talk about diminishing returns. It's going to be one of the lowest rated dynamites in history, I would imagine. Probably, but it'll still, I think it'll do reasonably well under the circumstances. Yeah. You know, I should say the lowest rated unopposed dynamite in history. Correct. I think that, that's pretty fair because yeah. that makes a big difference. Alrighty. Um, Sting and because I forgot about the Cody match, we'll do that at the end because I just don't care. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen are going to face Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Uh, another match I don't care about, Dan, because why? Yeah. You know, the, the attraction of Sting, great. Uh, it's a, like there's no way that Darby and Sting are losing. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's like, he's already lost the TNT title. So why not build Sting's first legends? match? They're going to lose. Yeah, I don't know. Sting's also Teflon. People are always going to love Sting. Okay. I mean, if, Hey, look, if they, if they do it creatively and they do it mm-hmm. and they elevate, if, if look, if, if what they you're isolate saying, Sting and they get... elevate uh, page and Scorpio out of this. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I just yeah. don't see it happening. Yeah. I hope that's the move. I, I hope they're not going to make the literal, the mistakes of WCW and just push okay. old guys over. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure they're like, I'm 99% sure they're going to win. Okay. Look, I hope you're wrong. Which is barely what yeah, I, say, I hope but, I'm wrong too. Yeah. Cause that would yeah. be awesome. Cause I, I hadn't even considered that they might, I hadn't even considered it, but yeah. you're right. I hope that they can figure out a way to do that. Yeah. And I, again, I think there's a good narrative. Maybe they attack, you know, they borrow from the Rey Mysterio Dominic playbook, which seems to be a never ending cycle of one of them getting sneak attacked. Uh, I don't know why yeah. they don't just hold hands, but um, you know, sneak attack Darby double up on sting and then you get a cheap win and you can put these guys forward. Cause look, okay. Darby's already had the TNT title. I don't think there's much more for him in the immediate future and you can easily heat him back up with some craziness. So He's in a pretty good spot. Uh, speaking of pages, because um, that's a common name in wrestling, shout out to Paige. Hangman Page is going to take on Brian Cage. Uh, Taz will be there, probably more uh, of Taz people. Um, FTW title on the line, which I'm disappointed on, but, you know, gives Hangman something to do, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think the the other, didn't they say the other members are banned from ringside i guess i you know it's hard for me to care like how, how is page gonna lose this match oh you think he's gonna lose no no I, I i just i can't even imagine a scenario like even if all of them somehow got involved through the screen or attacking the dark order like i you just got to give hangman page this win i like and maybe that's why i, I don't care yeah. I'm leaning to he's probably going to win, but mm. maybe again, maybe they'll elevate Brian Cage by, yeah, oh yeah, he can win a big match on his own. So you know, yeah, they it would be a nice swerve. Well, uh, I don't again, but I don't really care either way. Mm-hmm. They're they're Adam Page is in a holding pattern for until whenever they decide to allow him to go after Kenny yeah. Omega, but it's probably not going to be till the end of the summer. Yeah, Probably. he may have to. He may have to lose Dan to knock down the rankings. To be honest with you, so there might be a place, you know. Like, and I hadn't even thought of that. So maybe that's the way you flex this. So you 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 kind of let him sit under the radar a bit more, which I would be totally cool with. So whatever, I don't know what the next pay per view is. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is, I think that's when uh, Page and Omega will go out, like four months from now. Gotcha. Okay, a couple matches that, quite honestly. I don't know if I forgot or if the AEW website forgot. 
So we're just going to share the blame on this. Uh, Cody Rhodes taking on Anthony Agogo. They didn't have that on the website? Uh, they probably had that one on the website. That was probably just me giving such little cares about this that I literally couldn't be bothered to write this down. Um, and also the way the website is formatted. I can't copy and paste it. So another thing that I don't like about their website. But anyways, um, you know, in 2021, to do a nationalist storyline, uh, I guess it works in an arena... I just, it, just that, that weigh-in was so stupid, Dan, oh last night. Goodness. Like, I weigh one pound more. I have, a, like, QT Marshall cares? almost sold it and how stupid he yeah. was. But then the, the QT, yeah. with his whole bunch of students, you know, staring down Cody Red Velvet, Legion, whatever, and... Uh, Cody's sister. Arn was... Anderson. Yeah, I, I thought it was his mom for a second. I was like, yeah. I have no idea who these people are. And yeah. and then it's a go-go and those guys who leave the ring so quickly, a go-go doesn't even put his clothes back on. Like, it just was stupid. It made no sense. And, like, it honestly felt like they're like, well, what do we do? And a go-go's like, well, um, I've done some weigh-ins before. Yeah, because boxing boxers do weigh-ins. Uh, but it was a point, like, like, who, like, when does on this show mm-hmm. when does the weight matter never anywhere never there, there's never, no ever. doesn't matter and then they're not having a boxing match and it doesn't matter like uh yeah it, and and for real like i couldn't believe like when bigs was like yeah maybe we can invest in a digital scale. yes what what is this why are they uh, doing this like like uh, that was death look if this was as you said a boxing <laughs> match or an mma fight that would have been really interesting. Or if you had done a whole thing where a go-go instead of just nationalist bollocks was like, well, we fight about weight classes. So if you want this match, you've got to make a weight. And then we could have had Cody training with Arn. We could have had red velvet helping him train. We could have had Lee Johnson sparring with them. Like they could, yeah, they could have, uh, if if you want this match, you have to make weight. Brandy could have helped him with his diet. Like it would have been interesting. Exactly. Yeah, Even as cliched as that is, and that's literally the first thing I just thought of, you actually could have told a compelling story of Cody being a wrestler who's never, he's never had to cut weight. He's Mm. never been even cruiserweight champion. He's never done this. And all of a sudden he's having to do it. And he's also, you know, maybe he brought in Tyson or someone to help him learn some boxing punches. Like there's actually an amazing, but like, nah, we'll just, his dad was Dusty Rhodes. We'll vaguely allude to that and just do the generic U S UK thing because that's what people want during a pandemic. Like, look, I'll tell you this. Uh, everything about this build, I haven't liked. There was, mm-hmm. uh, I questioned everything. It was confusing, uh, backwards. There's so many things wrong with this. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, like a go-go comes off on such a bait. Like he's fight. Like I don't know if like he has legit broken ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know about him. He's seventy percent blind in one of his eyes. No idea. He's a, the foreigner on the situation. Mm-hmm. His entourage was like half the size of Cody. He comes off as a baby face. Mm. But anyway, the whole, uh, all of this was, was really odd and, and wrong, but I am actually the, this is, I think maybe the top two or three matches that I'm most cu- not excited for, but mm. curious about. I'm very interested in how they do this. Yes. What are they going to do here? Are they going to put a go-go over? They have to. I feel yeah, otherwise, what's the point otherwise. What's the point otherwise? And again, like I, I, I said this last time on the podcast, it's like mm. this punching gimmick is gonna you you really painted yourself in a corner with this. Is you, you are you mm. not gonna have him throw a regular punch in a match? Because 
he's shown that he puts the people out when he because what are you going to do with him? Like mm. if he punches somebody, they should go down. Yeah. Because so if he, is he not going to punch people on a regular occasion? It's a weird gimmick to give him. Yeah. No. I, and I, man, even if you had gone with the regal, because he's got the group, you could have done the brass knuckles thing. Like that would be so easy because mm-hmm. he's always got the entourage. QT could always, and you have different people. So even if the referee was on to QT, you could have somebody else cause a distraction and get him the brass knucks. You could have him hide the brass knuckles different ways. One day they could be in his tights. Next match, ref checks his tights. They're not there. They're in his knees. Or like one of his like stable mates, throw him the, the, the knucks during a match. And then that explains why he has that super punching power. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem well thought. And, you know, the fact that like, Dustin Rhodes is still there and has completely been forgotten in this thing. And it's all started with him and QT. So how that hasn't been part of this in some way, I have no idea. Like him and QT. Yeah. It's just like, it just all like there actually is all the pieces of a really, really good rivalry here. Right. Um, But I I don't even, I couldn't even name the people beyond QT and a go-go who are in this stable because we've barely Uh, heard from any of them. Yeah. There's uh the hairy guy, cave, the uh, Camarado. Yeah. Um, anyway, we remember his match with Moxley, and then I have no idea who else. Like there were this other people. So muddled, and also another like maybe you remember mm. once upon a time that Paul White had mm. the exact same gimmick that he had p- knockout power, and yep. I always thought when it, when when they introduced this, I was like, oh, maybe one day they're going to build towards. A big show and a go-go because they have the same gimmick mm. uh, but they cross paths and nothing was said of anything like yeah that. it should have at least been a nod and a wink like nice punch right? kid or something right. that would have been a nice they, touch i mean they can still go there yeah no but this was the but, time to do it like why have like paul to, white to plant a seed yeah but they didn't do that yeah yeah like look paul white looked great so that was a positive but otherwise that whole segment was a total waste of time like what, what did like you know what my takeaway from that dan was honestly it's like oh Calvin Klein boxers are still pretty nice. I should probably buy some of those because Cody had a pair. That was the only redeemable quality of that promo. And like, you know, it's oh, bad when I'm, yeah. He's a good looking guy, right? He, he takes yeah. care of himself. He should do yeah. a Calvin Klein uh, campaign. He, that, he sold yes. me on some boxers. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, there also is the Casino Battle Royale. Um, oh, geez. I forgot about that. Yeah. I think this isn't on the website or again, maybe I just I totally forgot out. about this. Yeah. So, okay. First of all, Dan, this should be a Royal Rumble. It's not. So that's a problem. Like it should be on that scale. Um, yeah. And the winner does get a world title shot or just a title shot. That's the other question world I have. Title. Okay. Christian Cage and Hobbs had sort of the, the backstage brawl. So mm-hmm. they're front and center. Who the hell else is in this? Like I've seen some names, but it just seems like everybody else on the roster who you don't care everybody about. Everybody else. Yeah. Uh, death triangle people, best yeah. friend people, everybody else. Um, I, I, I don't even, I think like even like hook is in this, like a lot of people. Are yeah. I've this. seen jungle boy. Uh, I would assume the yes. rest of Luchasaurus, uh, the group, uh, of not Marco stunt, but yeah, there's uh, uh, they probably put Marco in there too. Maybe. The uh, so, right. But so who's going to win? And then there's the Joker. Yeah. Who I believe in this. I'm not, I, I didn't come up with this idea, but I, I, cause they're saying that going back to Paul White, he's mm. going to be on commentary. I think yep. he stands up and enters the enter the match. 
God, I, I hope they have a better idea. Like, okay, that's not terrible. Like, I would still be happy with that, but I really, really hope they've pulled some strings to get Daniel Bryan or Andrade or something. Like, but, but I think to be fair, that's probably the most realistic scenario. What you just Daniel laid Bryan. Well, you you hear about you've probably heard the story about mm-hmm. WWE potentially working with New Japan that came yeah. out in the last twenty four hours. I mm-hmm. think a lot of this came from Daniel Bryan from. Mm-hmm. I think that was the catalyst for this working relationship that made the potential working relationship. Interesting. Uh, so I don't think he's going anywhere yet. And again, they're not going to surprise. Um, they're not going to drop a surprise. They're going to advertise Daniel Bryan. If, because if the, yeah, th- that's the, the way network. to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they've been guilty of over promoting stuff. You know, Paul white being the person who was the most guilty of it. So he should know. So I, and, and I think that's fine. I don't think you need to go over the top. I also think like, again, this, this is a global pandemic. I don't think you have a lot of ability to do a lot of stuff. So, you know, this is probably something in future years where we'll get a big angle. Um, but, you know, you're right. They've played that it card. It should be. Yeah. It but should they played be a big that. angle. Yeah. They've played that before with Moxley. Um, geez, I feel like Ethan Page in whatever the ladder match was one of the mystery entries. Um mm-hmm. I feel like Side- yeah. yeah, Seidel has been sort of introduced in that way. That's right. I don't know if he was exactly the Joker, but certainly he was a surprise. Um, he was a surprise entrant. And then yeah. you remember he he fell off yeah. on his first Yeah, ne- never really yeah. recovered from that. Um, although, nope. look, I, I've seen a bit of the Seidel brothers, and I, I actually think down the road you could probably get a decent title shot out of them against the Bucks Definitely. when you're done everything else. Um, Didn't they do this already? Yeah, some version like, of like, it. Like within a month ago? like then Yeah, no, I, I guess you can run brothers. it back at some point because yeah. I feel like the Bucks will hold the titles for a while. Um, I imagine that, yeah. Yeah, so this, this, there are a lot of options. Look, I'm, there's we're, you're, you and I are both going to like finish this podcast to be like, oh my God, we didn't think of so-and-so. Um, you know, a whole dark order can be in this thing. And that's an interesting dynamic of them working together. But is together. any of them going to get a title? I think it's Christian. Yeah, I, I think it's Christian. I think they've already... Like I think that's the next match for Omega is Christian. I think that's where you yeah. go. He's a good placeholder for until you get to Adam Page. Yeah, and I think that's the way to do it. Like I would say in retrospect, Dan, if I could have re, if I had a time machine, I kind of feel like they should have done Hangman Page here. Like if you could have reoriented all this, like the the Page Cage thing, it rhymes, but otherwise really has nothing going for it. And the, the, you know, like the hangman stuff is still pretty fresh with Kenny in everybody's head. And he's just sort of finished that transition and to juxtapose that with what he used to be, especially with callous in this prime here. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. And I think then you go into the belt collector full on, you let him win some other titles um, as things open up. And then he just becomes, he completely goes over to belt collector Darth Kenny Omega and that's like his last bit of humanity is him crushing Hangman Page but maybe maybe the only reason they've held it off is because they want to give Hangman the title eventually and that's why they're holding their breath which I would well, accept they are. I, like, I believe that was always the plan yeah I, uh, so they gotta reheat that up but so I again I think it's gonna happen the, the last quarter of 2021 mm-hmm. that, they, that they're, they're, they will rebuild to that so they're gonna have they're gonna Adam Page will be in a holding pattern for a while. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, even though look, I'm not the biggest Kenny Omega fan, but it's mm. the, it's it's too early to take the belt off of him. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. He needs to go through 
a few more top contenders. Probably every other top age. contender, to be honest with you, because we're needs going to take that out far. Christian. Yep. Then he needs to take out somebody else and then get to Adam Page. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's really like, that's the big angle they have. And you're sort of right. Like I, I, I would struggle to tell you on the women's side, who is Britt Baker's Adam Page? I have absolutely no idea. Eventually, uh, who knows? Like it could be, mm. it might have, it could be somebody who's not even here yet. Yeah, but, no, uh, I think that's the point. Like you would need the iconics. No, um, you would need to bring, like you know, Blanchard will always be a name that's thrown around. Mm. Like you, which I know is problematic for many reasons. Um, but somebody could like could, could suddenly catch fire within the company as well. But uh, well, not the way they book women, and not the times less they give them. Like, and, like, it could be a know. Jade Cargill. Like we'll see. Yeah, if Baker turns face, I think that yeah. that might that yeah. that's probably see. But you know, the fact that that's the best we could come up with is a bit of a problem, right? Like that's what they got. Yeah. So they they got a long way to go. Uh, Dan, any additional thoughts on AW or even WWE before we get out of here? And did I miss any matches? Because I think that's everything. Um, I'm going to refresh think, the website while we talk. I think that's everything. I think it's, um, again, I think it's going to be way too long. Um, but, um, you know, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm happy that I'm excited for the, there to be a full crowd in this show. And I, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Like, I don't fully understand what they're doing with the stampede match because they didn't say it's a full on live match. They alluded to it being there's going to be live elements to it. That's the wording that they use, which I was, mm. which I'm confused well, by. I think is smart though. You've got Jericho with the injury. Um, and, and for the record, Dan, I am screen sharing you their show preview. I see this. Yeah. Cody is not on there. Battle Royal is not on there. He's in the banner, but you're right. Oh yeah, well yeah, but who the hell is going to pick out like, you know, You're right. Scorpio Sky is in the banner for Pete's sake, and Penta's like up there, so I'm not putting any stock into that. So yeah, uh, uh, F on the website. I uh, know the D. Let's be honest. Is there like a second page? Is that? Nope. That's it. No, you're right. So hey, okay. at least I know that Hangman <laughs> and Cage will be a singles match. So I give them credit. For, I don't know why they need to write that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's a problem. And even if yeah. I click important info, it's a it long, get... it's going to be a long show. Nope. This is just parking information and other stuff. So listen, they have ample stuff about parking on their website, but God help you if you wanted to know who Cody was uh, facing. So uh, yeah, work on your website. But anyways, Dan, that's a, that's um, a major oversight. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And look, look, if you went like, we're sitting here Saturday afternoon taping this, if you go to the AEW homepage, it is, um, well, okay, at least it's Dynamite Results and they're promoting did they have that. Baker and Sheeta? Uh, I believe they did. Yes, so they have one, two, three, four, oh, okay. five, six, seven of the 10 or so matches on their website. Miro, Miro is there, yes. So I think essentially- they, a weird oversight, yeah. Yeah, they've got the championship matches and the stadium stampede and then <laughs> and Scorpio Sky and Darby Allen, which was made last night. So they put that graphic in after last night and then the- guy just checked out for the weekend i guess <laughs> i don't know weird um but yeah certainly an interesting time dan um and i know yeah we've got hell in the cell so we'll oh eventually have to deal with that Did they announce any matches for hell in a cell uh 
I feel we're pretty close to a. It's either going to be Drew or Kofi or both against Lashley. Um, I don't think in we're getting. Cell? Uh, I don't know. That should be a sell. I, I feel like they're still doing Bailey and like, but nothing official. I think is what I'm getting at here. Um, what still matches very... warrant a cell match though at this point? Maybe Cesaro if he's healthy enough to go against Reigns because that's okay. gotten pretty personal. Um, but beyond that. Maybe Charlotte Rhea? Why are they doing this now? Oh, so they moved Hell in the Cell up because they wanted what? fans back for Money in the Bank, which makes sense. Look, but you didn't have to put... Why did you move Hell in a Cell from October to... They could have had any pay-per-view there. No, I, I, but I think they realized that the last thing fans want to see is a massive cage around two matches when they bring fans back. So I think that was the calculus. And also I think historically like hell in the cell has been one of their worst pay-per-views. Let's be brutally honest, whether it was the fiend Seth Rollins match, like they have had some stinkers in hell in the cell. So this was a good, you know, this was like fast lane. I think they've come to some realizations of what to bury, uh, what to use as, you know, the, you know, whether it's using fast lane as a tech run for Peacock or using Hell in the Cell as the last no arena show, I think they've become a little more strategic with things. Did they do Elimination Chamber this year? Yes. Okay, so weird that, again, that, that, I, a, I don't remember it, mm-hmm. and that they would do Hell in a Cell and Elimination Chamber several months apart. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't think they're that re- smart. Re- when did they do I don't. I really don't remember Elimination Chamber. No, I think it still would have been February around the NBA All-Star game like they always do it. Um, so, yeah, no, it's like, I, but I, I get it. Like, you know, Money in the Bank with fans. John sure. Cena could be in that Money in the Bank match. Like, oh. you could have Cena and Brock in that match, which would be insane. Um, you don't need him for that. but No, but I think like, that would be the best use of Cena. Do you think Cena's <laughs> is he going to do uh, go after Roman for SummerSlam or something? I think he's going to be very much part-time. So I think you got to put him in something like a money in the bank so that he has like a contact point with like six or seven other superstars. And then after that, you put him in a SummerSlam type feud with, I'm trying to think where I would put him. I think the move is Cena reigns because of the history. And then if you have Brock, it's Brock Lesnar because you know, the, the backgrounds and uh, the similar connections, although you, you can make a hell of an Brock argument. going to be a face. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have Heyman. Yeah, I guess he would be. Um, And, you know, Bobby Lashley, look, I think the Lashley ladies thing is not super effective, but he is healing it up as dumb as it is. Like, it is insane. Is that a thing? Are they going to keep this? I hope not. I hope it was two and done. What is the point of it? Yeah. it, It is amazing to see Roman Reigns essentially channeling the Godfather movie really well and Bobby Lashley channeling the godfather wrestler very poorly it is a very <laughs> and i just thought of that now but That's it is great. an amazing juxtapose of how yeah. much better smackdown is to raw and you know I'll, I'll throw another example before we go but you know we're watching you know obviously charlotte whatever surgery or stuff she's had she is not the same worker but the irony is that time away has allowed her to be the bastard heel we all knew she was and i think a lot of us felt she was so you know Charlotte's kind of like best character version of her worst in-ring version of her we've ever seen. So it's basically the same. And then you have Rhea, who's like a better in-ring version, but the worst version of her character where she should be the face, but she's not really the face and she's not really a heel. And 
this is a significantly less like again this is compared to when they had the wrestlemania match when charlotte was at her career prime Rhea was prime baby face you had the momentum of the royal rumble but like what we're getting now it's such a diminished return and you've watched oscar just melt away from one of the best performers of the pandemic to like nobody cares anymore um and it's it's honestly at a point with the raw women's division where and i never thought i would say this they'll be better off when alexa bliss is part of it what that that's how bad it is though currently like, like the current alexa bliss yes the current alexa oh. bliss because like at least she has a character and there's some level of interest there. I don't know. I'm not this interested in this Rhea Ripley. Cloud. It's painful to watch this Charlotte Flair. WWE seems to have become bored of Asuka, which is too bad because Asuka is yeah. actually good. And you compare that to SmackDown where Bianca Belair is killing it. Bailey's mm-hmm. killing it. Mm-hmm. I-, I would argue as much as I didn't want to see Carmella face uh, Bianca Belair last night, she's fine in the ring. She's very mm-hmm. hateable. She's got that character down. And you put Bailey on commentary that was probably that was one of the best things of Friday night, quite honestly, was. among either show. That was show. my favorite part. That was very funny. Yeah, that was great. Um, and yeah. I agree with everything you said other than, look, to me, the, the Bliss character, the current Bliss character mm-hmm. is a dark cloud over that division that is going to, uh, what, it's the opposite of King Midas. Whatever this character is going to touch is going to turn to shit. Mm-hmm. This is uh, um, well, it's pretty I'm true to Bray Wyatt right now. Well, it's, but it, this is passed on to her. It's the same mm. thing, right? And now she's going to infect that entire division. That like, character, ugh. She gooed Randy Orton, and now he's in a good tag team with Riddle. So what if she's, like, it might not look like it now, but what if she's, like, okay. the secret sauce? And, okay. like, I think the sad part is You're right. that woman's division, it's so bad. Like, it's not even the people are bad. It's the ideas are so bad. Yep. And starting with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. And, but, you know, if she works her way through like Baszler and Nia Jax and then finds herself in a title picture, Ooh. I, you know, I, like, she's going to have a lot of momentum. You want this to happen? Not really, but I'm looking at that raw women's division. And I'm like, like, they're like what they should do. Like, quite honestly, Dan, should rehabilitate like Rhea Ripley, not Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler should destroy Nia Jax. And Reginald. And we never see those people again. Like, they show up back on Anik. They don't even make it back to Raw, ever. Like, Shayna Baszler ends Nia Jax's Raw career. The same way Daniel Bryan's Raw career. Like, you don't even need a stipulation. Nia, like, Nia is, gets her limbs crushed. She's in the chokehold. She taps out. We never see her again on Raw. I love Reginald it. gets that first. They're both gone. And Baszler is just ripping and shredding Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose, you name it. She destroys everyone. And then she gets to whether it's Rhea or Charlotte. It doesn't even matter at that point. And then Baszler kind of sits atop as this undefeated. And like, this is an arc you could do over a year. And what you would have to do is you would have to, she would have to be so dominant that you would have to bring a Royal Rumble winner from SmackDown or NXT for them to even have the notion of being able to defeat her at WrestleMania. And I think even then, you let her like murder Io Shirai in her raw debut and Baszler just sits atop until maybe Ronda Rousey comes back someday. Oh, like that, or like Becky. Yeah. Or Becky, but like that is the move, but they're not going to do that. Look, I love that idea. I mm. would, I get, a, and just, I just one caveat. I want to add to the list mm. that Baszler 
chokes the fiend out of bliss and that character goes away that's pretty good she, she gets tired of that because mm-hmm. also bliss has already fucked with her a few times mm-hmm. so she gets tired of that gimmick and, and just smacks the demon out of her and that and that's they're done with that and then they move on yeah but like, i love that plan yeah you like there is one other uh hope uh, a new hope and it, it is sonia deville monkeys her way into the money in the bank match gets the briefcase cashes in on whoever's champion it doesn't even matter at that point and then you have sonia deville is she still prob- wrestling she can still wrestle she just has is she's she, chosen but why hasn't she I, I, it's interesting. I have a feeling because of the, the situation she had away from the ring, she didn't want to wrestle, wrestle initially. Um, but I, I would assume, and I have no idea, this is a completely an assumption. Now that she's back on television, she is probably working out again and she probably is approaching ring shape. Um, and they they've probably told her wait till money in the bank or the Royal rumble. And then we're just going to give you a run with the okay. title because like, we've seen how successful Rousey and Baszler have been. So that MMA template works and like, you know, Mandy won their match and I'm saying that in air quotes. And we saw like the Mandy Rose we got after her like career highlights since beating Sonya Deville is like tripping at WrestleMania. Um, You know, she's not done anything with that. Um, Like, yeah, she would be like, if they had a time machine, like, look, the draft is probably soon. They should flip, you know, Mandy and Dana to SmackDown, turn him heel and put him in the Alpha Academy. Like, it's a complete write-off at this point. Like, they are on the Riot Squad level of disposable tag teams in that women's division uh, for a title that's shared between two shows. And that is one of the worst positions you could be on in the main roster period. Heck yes. So, outside of the 24-7 division. Mm -hmm. Which is not even really happening oh well you know does uh, what's his name does uh who has it now the tozawa tozawa yeah which yeah. is more about building up our truth and uh patrick whatever his name is relationship on raw talk that is the purpose of that title now i didn't even know i wasn't even aware it, it gives that, kevin so patrick a backstory with our truth so okay it's gotten pretty like it's probably going to show up on main event uh very soon I'm surprised it wasn't already there yeah or 205 live um but yeah i th- also uh, before we go also adnan verk uh got let go so i yeah he uh, you know he i was surprised like the first day i heard him it's like oh it's, it's, it's a shame and I, mm. I actually if it wasn't who hired him if it wasn't for um nick Khan, he mm. would have probably been gone the second week yeah but then they, they did the same mistake so now they what's his name they have jimmy, jimmy smith or whatever yeah this is going to be the same problem all over yeah again. and then you let tom phillips go and the double down on that they double yeah. down say, nope, ah, we're not. Ridiculous. Like, it's it's like it's like they they wanted to eliminate the obvious solution because they want, they keep going there. They they, they just uh, they wanted that they they keep trying this, even though they had somebody. And what happened to where's Vic Joseph? He is doing NXT. Uh, okay, so it's probably going to be doing I, Raw in a month. To be honest with you, I know. Like they maybe like maybe that's how what they should have done. Like starting hmm. Jimmy Smith on a lesser show. What 
anyways. Yeah, it, no, it, it's, so it's, it, it's such a mess. And the problem is they have people. Like, okay. They had Moro Ronaldo and they screwed that up. And I like Moro is polarizing, but he brought something unique. And then, you know, Vic Joseph, Tom Phillips, like they're basically Michael Cole clones. They were built in that system. They have no personality traits beyond that system. So they're completely disposable. And to, to go so far, like to Adnan's credit, he was doing, I think, baseball and hockey. Like this was like his third gig. So of course he doesn't care who the Viking, like I forgot which Viking Raider was which when they came back. And I watched the product every week. And he obviously was not watching the product. You may like wrestling, but it's not his thing. Um, it, it's such a mess. And you've got guys like Nigel McGuinness who are doing like 205 Live and NXT UK who would be excellent. Uh, you've got Zach. Because again, the, the problem also with Jimmy Smith, like he is. Um, he he's never done lead commentary. He yeah. was an analyst in Bellator. Like he hasn't even done like this is a very very specific job, and mm-hmm. a very difficult job. Uh, I think they're going to run into the exact same problem with with Advin Burke. Like they're just going to repeat all this. Yeah, Anyways, uh, we'll and see. you know I'm what? Curious. There's two ways you do this. Either you do a steady hand, or you do somebody who's such a good play by play voice. And I think that was the idea with Burke was he was a legitimate sports play by play guy. Um, and you know, it's that, yeah, it's a different animal, but like, and I look, I, I, this is an AEW problem too. Cause I still struggle with JR. I've, I think some of the stuff even last night where, um, for example, the Jade Cargill match, what's her name? King. I don't even remember her name. Cause when she came out, JR is like, Oh, you gotta join us on the weekend for the paper. JR, tell me who the hell this woman is and why she's facing Jade Cargill. Do not sell the pay-per-view to me with two people who have nothing to do with the pay-per-view. You like, and that's more of a scripting problem than a JR problem, but JR has his own problems. So yeah, it that's is, it's, it's it, absolutely insane to me. Um, Cause look, if, if you just kept, if you just put Phillips back on raw, boring, but it works. It, it was, works. Right. It's and not nobody's going to complain. Yeah. That's right. And you're right. I, I think if you want Smith in your system, then you put him up through NXT or they show him in the deep end. Yeah. yeah no, or if you really want him to do play, play by play, put him on main event. Cause Kevin Patrick's doing main event and he sucks. He's another ad Verk that nobody knows. Cause nobody watches main event. Um, I get that he's Irish and that seems to be the only thing he has going for him. Cause I guess he's buddies with Seamus, but like he has no other, like he is such a downgrade from Charlie Caruso that it is unbelievable. And it probably just speaks to their inability to recognize talent. Um, and look, I took the Renee Paquette, like another example, like their inability to protect good talent. And geez, you know, Wade Barrett's sitting there on NXT doing an excellent job at color commentary. Like it might get to a point where maybe you transition a Corey Graves or a Saxton to play by play and just call somebody up from maybe. NXT. Cause like Beth Phoenix is doing a great job too. I they, think they've they have got no good shortage people. of, of, co- of color commentary. There's no shortage of yeah. people that can do that role, but the lead role, the lead play-by-play is different. It's a different job. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I like, honestly, I'd rather see Triple H do it as much as that would piss he, people he off. You won't necessarily do it. Like a bit, this is a very, like, it's a hard thing to do. Like uh, again, Triple H would be he, fine. He did color. it in the first SmackDown during the pandemic. I th- or maybe it was him and Michael Cole. Okay. It was Michael Cole with him. Cole, like, yeah, he, no, Triple H has never done 
play by. Yeah, he's done color. You're right. But geez, put Vince back on the headset. Like, honestly, like, don't, don't like, why make the same mistake? I'd rather, I literally would rather hear Vince at this point, which is, I would, you know, I enjoyed, I grew up with Vince on the commentary. Like, I think at least he would be good. Everybody like, and it's a different era. So he could talk down to Saxton. No, I know. But yeah. honestly, if this doesn't work, we're going to see something really crazy to be because they've we Phillips, are seeing something crazy. No, no. But like, I think this is not going to work, Dan. It's going to get even worse because you don't have Phillips. You, Joseph's NXT. I don't think you're like unless they're absolutely desperate, they're not going to move Joseph up or maybe they get Cole or Joseph to do double duty, which is kind of crazy. Um, and look, you know, wouldn't be the first time Moro to come back. Well, but I think Moro's already, you already did some stuff with Impact. So I, I think that's going to close that door because you know how WWE is with that. Like, you know, unless you're AJ Styles or uh, Taya Valkyrie, um, that, that Impact door, once it opens, it generally closes a lot of other doors for you in WWE. They don't seem to be as well, willing to open that. but he's above that. I mean, he's, he's a bigger name on his own, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I would say so. But yeah, fascinating and... Um, yeah, I thought they were going to screw it up again. Be very interesting to watch Raw just to see. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, like, plus he's an MMA guy. How many wrestling moves is he really going to call? He, the thing is, like, again, he has a, openly admitted guy. that he's not, he hasn't watched the product in years. He's watched it lately because he knew that he was uh, getting groomed for the job. Like, but mm. we're talking about, like, the last month. But he yeah. hasn't watched it in years. Yeah, I, like, at that point, why not just find like some old play-by-play guy who's mm. retired? Like, um, who's the Dodgers guy? The name's going to escape me. Um, damn it. I don't remember. But just find an old play-by-play guy. So at least you have somebody who will do the homework. Like, cause you have Graves and Saxon there. You just need a competent play-by-play guy. But look, like, you're a broadcaster. You mm. follow the product. You, yep. you, who is already then would be a better fit. You can't just be thrown into that job either. Yeah, right? no, no, hundred percent. You've got to bring. But, you know what? That's you, the point. You would have a better chance at this mm-hmm. like for your broadcast experience. Plus, mm-hmm. you watch the product, so you would probably be a better pick, in my opinion, than Jimmy Smith. But mm-hmm. they're going about this the hard way. Yeah, no, and you're right. You have to like when you have like they have so much. Like, how many people watch Two Hundred Five Live or Main Event? Like I do, or NXT UK, which Nigel McGuinness does remotely. So you very easily, if they really wanted Virk to work and they didn't want to, you know, hotshot this, they could have given him months and months and months of mm-hmm. on-air experience buried in their network with only a few hundred thousand people watching. And he could have gradually developed to be quite good. And mm-hmm. you're right. That's the way to do it because Tom Phillips was completely av- like Tom Phillips. I was watching uh, 205 live today. He still did that broadcast because it was obviously taped before he was fired. So he's completely available. You, he would have just stayed there forever. So, and like Tom Phillips doesn't light anybody's world on fire. Yeah, but, but saw he, it. he was competent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And sometimes, it, like when you've gotten, to be fair, that probably highlights the whole issue. Graves and Saxton are so all over the place. You just need competent. You just need somebody like a Michael Cole or a Tom Phillips or a Vic Joseph, who whatever they don't piss off Vince McMahon, and they get you through the broadcast. And you'll have Saxton, you know, dancing to Xavier and Kofi. You'll have, you know, 
Graves losing his mind at every Eva Marie promo. Like they have, like those guys are both turned up to 11 throughout the broadcast, despite the fact it's three hours. You do not need another, you just need a competent broadcaster. Like it's very, very basic. And they don't seem to understand it. And yeah, I don't think it lacked a real sports feel because, you know, I was, I also on SmackDown, I noticed Megan Morant was doing some of the interviews and she used to work with the Patriots. I think she doesn't like, she doesn't fit. You're not interviewing football players. Like Kayla Braxton has personality and sass and works her way into storylines a bit. But Megan Morant is just like a robot. It's like, I am sports journalist. Here is default question, default reaction. Like it's nothing. I, I get to Vince. She's a blonde, attractive woman, it's, it's, but that doesn't make a good interviewer. They're told to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Just crazy. Like maybe that's what they should have done with Ferk. Have him be a background interviewer, you know, or back like that would have, he probably would have asked good questions, you know, yeah. like he was probably miscast because he but is it, a good it, broadcaster. It's like these other uh, backstage people. It's not like they're incapable of asking good questions. Hmm. They're not given the op- they're, Yeah, they're, they're also scripted. They're poorly. scripted completely. So it's, it, it's neither like they haven't had even Renee when she was there was was on a leash. They yeah. have like for real like I they haven't had somebody who's a real pushback interviewer since Mean Gene. Like mm-hmm. they haven't they've gotten rid of this this that that the the interviewer can talk back. <clears throat> There's a little bit of that with Kayla and a little bit. Yeah, but to be to be honest, like it's you have to look for it. Um, but I think they at least recognize that when she hosts Talking Smack, um, which you're probably going to watch right after this, they at least give her some some leeway to go after Heyman. Show, of course. But the, yeah. the, why aren't they doing this on their TV? Well, and like, to be fair, Kevin Patrick does none of that on Raw Talk. So it's okay. it's unbelievable that like I don't watch Raw Talk. Yeah, but it's just like. I'm Kevin Patrick. I'm so sorry I cost our truth the 24-7 champion. I'm so happy to be here. I'm just going to ask like completely sure mundane is. questions. I'm sure he is. And yeah. It's like, you, you gotta, I don't know. Like I, it, it seems like the answer is within the company and it's such a big company that they just can't even do an internal survey to figure out the right answer to their own problems. Mm. So... Well, that's a good example of double or nothing, and we'll enjoy the pay-per-view this weekend. Dan, always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I guess we will reconvene for Hell in the Cell, which will pretty much be hell on Earth, probably. Not looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to talking to you. Awesome. Thanks again, Dan. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit neversleepsnetwork.com. 